District tournament time is here. Monterey takes on York. Jackson County and Livingston softball try to get hot, and the upper men bees try to stay hot in baseball. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Alex Castle of the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils softball program. And coach, uh, kind of dealing with some weather as most coaches are this week. You guys started your game, the play-in game, on Thursday night against the York. And, well, currently sitting in just the second inning as that one got suspended and it gets canceled on Friday as well. So uh, you guys leading by uh, seven to one, eight to one, still trying to figure that out, but leading in the second inning. Just kind of take me through the good start against York on Thursday. That hopefully will be able to be finished today on Saturday. Uh, we came out hitting really strongly and being aggressive on bases. Um, our defense, we did let one in on the first inning. Uh, maybe it was just nerves, knowing that this could possibly be our last game. So um, hopefully. Uh, once we finish, start finish, when we finish this game, uh, hopefully tomorrow, uh, that'll be gone and we can uh, finish the game strong. What have you guys kind of been working on this week leading up to this game in practice and trying to shore some things up to get ready for this elimination game? Uh, we've been trying to get the kinks out for our defensive laws. Um, we're still just unexperienced and just kind of knowing in the moment of what play we need to where we need to go with the ball, um, they still still get a little bit nervous, again, just because they are unexperienced. So situationals is our main focus. Have you kind of seen them grow throughout this season and just talking with that inexperience and in the situations that you mentioned have from the first game of the season till now? Have you seen that growth as this season has gone on? Oh, for sure. Um, we really had a turnaround. Um Tuesday when we played RBS, that one got cut short too. Uh, they ended up winning. We had a because the weather in the fifth inning, they got seven to six on us, um, and they were a different team. Uh, they finally come with confidence, and uh, I'm really excited and optimistic for this tournament. Coach, I, obviously your first season, so still trying to kind of instill your culture into the program, but I assume you probably set some goals maybe for yourself and for the team as well. When you look back on those goals as you sit right now in the district tournament, have you been able to meet some of those or maybe exceed some of them? I have. I've uh, grown as a coach for sure. Um, getting to uh, be, I guess, a little bit more stern with the girls um, and uh, – just think through practices with wanting to uh, accomplish what I wanted to accomplish because a lot of times I get sidetracked <laughs> and finding something else to have to focus on. But I think overall um, practice, go they go more smoothly now and we stay on topic and we get a lot more done. So that's one thing um, as a coach I've uh, done a little bit better at. We're talking with head coach Alex Castle of the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, as this season has gone on, I've kind of asked about the progression of the team, but does it seem like the team has bought into the your system throughout this season as well? They have. Uh, the ones that are still with us, unfortunately, we have went down to 12 players, but I wouldn't ask for a better set of girls. They, they did exactly what I asked them to do. They're... Um, they love coming to practice, so I think it has grown on them. And just you know, loving the game of softball too has grown on them. 
So, and uh, they have a uh, they have a very special bond. This team, they, there's no bickering. They love one love one another very much. So, that's a big a big deal for us. Coach, what do you want to see this team do well in the district tournament? Obviously, you still got to play that play-in game, but a good lead right now. But if you guys were to win, taking on a really good team team in Bledsoe County, what would you what do you want to see your team do well in this district tournament? Um, I just want to see them play the way I know they can. Um, I know a lot of people are expecting them to run roll us, and honestly, they are a very very good team. But I know that we can make the plays. Um, as long as we hit the ball and we make the simple plays, I think that we'll do fine. Lastly, Coach, kind of take me through the seniors. How many have you had this year, and what have they meant to you in your first year with the program at Jackson County? Um, we have two seniors, uh, Lindsey Scott, number four, and Shayla Kennard, number 10. Shayla plays first base for us, and she is very vocal and has stepped up to be a great leader for us. Um, she usually shows up whenever we need a big bat too, as well. Uh, I've, I'm, uh, I hate that I've only got to coach her one year because I wish I'd been here all four years for her and as well as Lindsay both. Uh, Lindsay has played second base for, second base for us most of the year. Um, she is our second in our lineup because a lot of times she can lay down that bunt for us if we have someone on or she doesn't, we will ask her to do hit, bunt. Uh, even sometimes we stick her in the outfield if we know we've got a big bat, you know, big game coming up and they're going to be hitting that way. She will go out there for us and sacrifice, you know, not getting to play second base. I couldn't ask for a better set of seniors because they don't complain. They just do what they're told, and I'm going to miss them a lot. <laughs> That's head coach Alex Castle with the Jackson County Lady Blue Devils softball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck going into the district tournament this weekend. Thank you. Welcome back here on the high school playbook. We're joined now by head coach John Looper of the Monterey Wildcats baseball program. Coach, I got to go back to Tuesday night. You guys beat Stone Memorial in a pretty phenomenal fashion, 7-6, to six, a walk-off grand slam on senior night by Silas Randolph, one of your seniors. Just take me through what that moment was like for your team. Oh, it was just a, uh, it, uh, obviously a lot of excitement. Uh, you know, just to think about all the things that have to have it, have to happen to get the opportunity, you know, is astronomical. But, uh, you know, that game we got behind and just hung around and got chance there in the seventh. And, uh, the whole time I was thinking if I could, if we can get to, get to Silas and Evan, uh, give them a chance to swing the bat. I thought we were going to have a chance that we could get back in the game. And sure enough, you know, that happened. And uh, they threw Silas. A, a, he got a 1-0 fastball, and he just set dead red on it and hit it out. And, you know, and then the celebration began. <laughs> Coach, I know obviously there's still a lot of baseball to be played with this team, but you've had some really good seniors on this squad. They've played a lot of baseball over the last four years. What have, what has this group of seniors meant to the Monterey Wildcats? Oh, it, it's just, you know, this group, in the, you know, in last year's two, you know, they lost a year due to COVID. Uh, and, you know, I think the, the year COVID put baseball behind a lot but it seemed like they just were able to pick up and where we left off the year before and, 
and go on and, uh, you know, just being, you know, they've done a lot of good things, positive for our team, you know, and, and they've been good leaders for, you know, representing our school. They really have. And so, you know, I'm really, really proud of them. And not only as players, just how they carried themselves and going about their business, and just been a positive influence. Coach, your team has won three games leading up to the district tournament uh, this weekend. Uh, do you think your team is playing their best baseball so far this year? I think, yeah. I think I think we may be. I, I really do. I think uh, people have sort of gone through the years and getting the ideas about the roles they need to do and how they can how they can you know help us win. And uh, guys have you know. We've been through struggles. Some guys have been through struggles at the plate this year or on the mound, and it seems like, yeah, we're starting to really get it back together at the right time. You had about a day or two of practice to get ready for the district tournament in this series against the Orc Institute. What did you guys focus on in those couple of days of practice? Well, what, we've been getting ready. We're going to get to see uh, Nick Smith, you know, at York, who's a Missouri commit, who's a big left-hander, throws hard, and uh, we're trying every way we can to simulate <laughs> – hitting off of him. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, nobody nobody else has one of those. So it's uh, uh, we're just doing everything we can to get ready to hit the big left-hander and, and give us an opportunity to score some runs and stay in the game with them. Uh, defensively, uh, we're still doing their repping the same things. We fund- try to be fundamentally sound on defense and not make mistakes and make the plays we can Talking with head coach John Looper of the Monterey Wildcats baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I just want to talk about your district tournament as a whole. It's interesting, at least to me, because you guys are playing a best-of-three series. The winner of this series will automatically move on into the championship, and same thing on the other side with Sequatchie County. They get the play-in game winner, and then they'll play a best-of-three series. Is this a new thing this year, or is this something that you guys have done in the past? Well, it's a new district. This is the first year of this district. And Sequatchie and Bledsoe had done this in the past. And we've always had the traditional double elimination tournament. And they wanted to do it. And um, I have trouble sometimes trying new things. But after I started looking at it, I, I really do sort of like the, the idea of how we're doing it. I Now, I may not think that way this time next week but uh it's different but uh, out of two out of three series i think i think it will show the best two teams in our district will move on how does that maybe change it for you at least managing who you're going to throw out there for pitchers and then how you're just going to manage it when you when you look at the other team well it does change things a little different uh usually you know in the first round uh you try to match up pitchers with how the other team finished and you know this this time it it's just you really got to go good on good and try to you know win the two out of three and um so really it's it is different and it's my first time doing this this way and of course it's york's too so you know i we're just going i think what we do is try to put our best guys out there first game and let's see what happens 
Coach, I kind of want to break down the matchup with York a little bit. You mentioned it, obviously, <clears throat> Nick Smith going off to Mizzou next year and probably going to have to face him at some point this series. But you guys faced him twice in the regular season, 7-0 to and then 13-10. to And it was early on in later March. What's something that maybe has to change this time around to try to get into that championship game next week? Well, uh, also we got to find ways to score. They've got they've got actually got two really good left-handed pitchers, and we've got to find a way to score runs. And you know, on the flip side of it, uh, it's the game that we lost. I think it was thirteen to ten. You know, we had a six-run lead in that game, and just made some defensive errors and put them right back in it. We've got to eliminate those. And you know, when when don't when we get the opportunity, we've got to got to get runs across because with those two left-handed guys, they just uh, you don't not going to get many opportunities. You, you can't leave guys on base when they get there. We've got to find a way to score runs. And then even if we don't, we have to defensively and pitching-wise, we've got to stay in the game and keep it close. And even if we get behind, just have to keep it close enough we have a chance in the end to win like we did Tuesday night. Well, obviously you guys showed you're able to do so. Keep it close. You're able to make some things happen, even being down uh, a good amount of runs going into that seventh inning. Coach Looper, we appreciate the time. That's head coach John Looper with the Monterey Wildcats baseball program. Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck going forward here in the district tournament. Thank you, sir. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Jerry Martin of the Warren County Lady Pioneers softball program. Coach beat Franklin County back on Thursday night, 5-2. to two, And, well, it, it took a little bit to even just get that game started. Take me through what you guys had to deal with. Sounded like there was some lightning, and, and it sounded like there was a snake in the dugout. Yeah, well, you know, it started started out as a beautiful day. Uh, getting the field ready and look, notice we got a snake in the dugout. Uh, you know, we, we panicked. Well, I panicked, and... Uh, we go across the street and get the baseball guys. They try to help us get it out, and uh, no luck early. So then we go ahead and get ready for the game, and uh, we got a lightning delay. Uh, supposed to have a 6 o'clock start. We end up starting at 7.20. So during that delay, the baseball games came back. The baseball guys came back and uh, got the snake out for us. So uh, then, you know, we got the game in about 20 minutes later. You know, it was a good night for us. What's that say about your team that they kind of had to deal with some adversity before the games? I'm sure there was a lot of nerves because I mean Franklin County, a good team, and it was a team that you guys beat all three times throughout the season, but all close games. And what's that say about your team that they were still able to settle down and play some good softball? Well, I think they were. You know, mentally, I think they were ready to play. Uh, I hated they got pushed back an hour and a half, and and I was a little worried about that. But I think our girls responded well. Uh, it's tough just sitting around waiting, not knowing when you're going to get to start. But I think our girls handled it well. Um, we knew we were facing a really good pitcher, and uh, she's pitched great for them all year and really pitched great against us all year. So we knew it was going to be a battle, and we just knew whoever made the least amount of mistakes and got some timely hits would probably win the game. Kind of take me through that game. You guys win it 5-2. to two. How'd the girls get the job done on Thursday? Uh, they jumped out almost one to nothing. They got three singles, you know, uh, they brought four players to the four, four girls at bat. And they got three singles and scored a run. And then the uh, next inning, well, the bottom half of that inning, we were able to get a big triple from Cora Forbes and score two runs. And then uh, strung around a couple more hits. I think in the fifth or sixth inning, get us three more runs. Uh, you know, that's a tough team. Uh, you know, uh, I don't like facing them. Uh, she's a really good pitcher. Uh, she. Great command, uh, throws a lot of strikes, and she competes. So that's a tough team, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll maybe have to see them one more time. 
uh, you know, at least one more time. So uh, we're going to keep our fingers crossed and continue to try to get better and, and have better bats against her. Coach, leading up to this, I assume you guys were working on a few things in practice just to try to sure some things up before the district tournament. What were you guys working on, and I guess did it pay off, and did you kind of see that executed well in that Franklin County game? I think we executed better. I mean, we're not there yet. We've got to have a different approach. Uh, we can't just get up there and swing. And, and a lot of our kids are still young. Uh, they really don't know how to hit yet. So we're, you know, we're telling them, hey, you know, you got to find a zone and, and, and be ready to hit when that pitch is in that zone. I think they've done better. You know, we still had a lot of strikeouts, but uh, we had seven hits, which, you know, was a lot against her. So uh, I think, you know, they learned a little bit. And uh, just the small things, you know, we got to put the ball in play and, 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 you know, run the ball down the line. we got a few girls with speed. they got to hit the ball on the ground and run. You know, we can't take big hacks and pop the ball up. they hit the ball on the ground and run. Uh, but move some runners over. We're able to do that and uh, put some girls in score position and finally got some uh, clutch hits. We're talking with head coach Jerry Martin of the Warren County Lady Pioneers softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, kind of take me through what you guys, I mean, I assume you guys set some goals before this season, and what were those goals, and does it seem like they're paying off a little bit here as we get late into the season? Yeah, you know, our goal is always to uh, – win a district district tournament uh so we're in position to you know we're still alive in the district and that's one of our goals you know is to win the district tournament at least get to the championship you know we want to get to the region and anything can happen once you get to the region but uh you know we didn't know what we walked into beginning of the year we lost a lot of good players a lot of you know three-year starters for us so uh this year we have five new starters uh they're getting better you know as as the season has gone along um, so, you know, as a team, I think we're, we're gelling very good. Uh, this is probably not the most talented team I've had, but they work together. They play for each other, and it makes it fun, and it gives us a chance to win. How important was it to get that first-round win and kind of give your team some confidence? You just mentioned kind of those, those starters that haven't had a lot of playing time, and how do you think it kind of helps them going forward in this district tournament? I think it helps them because uh, that's a that's a good win. Uh, we knew uh, when the season ended that we'd have Franklin County in the first round, and uh, you know the girls, our girls talk about their pitcher, you know, regularly how good she is and how she keeps them off balance. So we knew um, that she was going to be tough. So to get that win, it shows our girls that you know they believe in each other. You know, they believe in this coaching staff. You know, we make some little adjustments here and there, and. Uh, you know, we're just going to really go out there and compete. You know, if we catch the ball and, and, and get some timely hits, you know, we can beat anybody. But that goes for every high school team, you know, in, in the state. Lastly, Coach, you've uh, got a good amount of seniors on this squad as well. What have they meant to your program the last few years, and it's for the Warren County Lady Pioneers? Well, Madison Hollis and Shelby Roberts, you know, have been, uh, you know, two-year starters. Would have been three years with the COVID year. And, um uh, They've been really big for us. Uh, Madison has been, you know, dominant in the circle her whole high school career. Uh, Shelby's been one of the best hitters we've had, you know, in the school's history. Uh, just solid player, uh, offensive, defensively, uh, very intelligent young lady on and off the field. Uh, so it's great for those girls, you know, on the field. And then we have Molly McBride and Leah Sparza who, uh, you know, I've had the chance to coach those girls in travel ball when they were 12, and uh, they've improved so much. Uh, you know, they compete. They're competitors. Uh, 
So this senior bunch has meant a lot to the program, a lot of wins, you know, through their four years. Uh, but I think just the way they play the game and the way they compete, it rubs off on the younger players. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss that. Uh, maybe we can have a good ride and, and keep playing for those seniors because they've meant a lot to our program. That's head coach Jerry Martin with the Warren County Lady Pioneers softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in the district tournament. All right. Thank you so much. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're talking with head coach Tim Jones of the Clark Range Buffaloes baseball program. Coach, uh, you were supposed to play last night in the Red Boiling Springs for the play-in game. Gets pushed to this weekend due to some rain. So let's break that one down a little bit. You guys have had a few days to get ready for Red Boiling Springs for the District 7A play-in game. Beat them twice in the regular season. What have you guys focused on in practice to get ready for this game? Uh, you know, the main thing we focused on is basically uh, last time we played Red Bull and they, they were able to get a few base runners on us, uh, especially here at home, uh, basically on some uh, slow so, slow grounders. Uh, so we're, you know, we've been mainly focusing on, you know, some ground ball drills, charging the ball, uh, things of that nature. Um, you know, and then naturally always, you, you, you know, at the high school level, you always got to focus on hitting. We, you know, so we take bat and practice about every day sometime or another. Coach, with a win against Red Boiling Springs, you'd move on to the Gordonsville game on uh, on Monday at Gordonsville, and obviously you're not going to look ahead until you take care of business with Red Boiling Springs. But I, I just want to ask you about district play this year in general. You guys have had a couple of wins. You beat Red Boiling Springs twice. You played the other teams pretty competitively. Are you pretty proud of how your team has played this season after last season only winning the one game? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I try not to put it too much in them because, you know, it, we're still a long way from where we want to be as a program. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, we got some ball players. We're still pretty young. I do got three or four seniors that start, so it makes it seem like we're older group. But in all honesty, after those, we're pretty young. We're pretty much uh, freshmen and sophomore. Um, and I am. Uh, you know, last year it was a struggle. Uh, we really wasn't even competitive in, in a lot of games. Uh, this year, uh, you know, we were real competitive in games. We we actually ended up with seven or eight wins throughout the season. Uh, of course, a couple of those only being in district. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really happy the way they've come. And you know, even after we took some uh, pretty bad losses like to Monterey and to Gordonsville, we still coming in with positive attitude, knowing that one or two plays we can change, we can change the outcome of a game. So, yes, I'm very proud of the boys. Do you feel like you've been able to kind of instill your culture a little bit into this program? And does it does it feel like, especially those younger guys, are kind of buying into what you're putting out? That's the most important thing. And I try to tell the boys, you know, anytime you take over a program like I took over last year, you know, it was down a little bit, spirits was down, uh, you know, and I don't, I, I, I don't know. You know, before I got there, I don't know necessarily the situation or anything, but this year I felt like uh, I was able to install a little bit of of me in it. I'm a big defensive guy. We're slowly getting where I want to be. I believe if you can stop the other team from scoring, then you can win a ball game. Um, and we're slowly getting there. I think our defense has been the most improvement this year. Um, I, 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 we're still working on it, though. It's still a long ways to go from where I want. Um, 
you know, within district, we've not made a lot of uh, the bad airs, you know, pot fly, let a guy get on off of pot fly, or throwing the ball around three or four times, letting a guy get an inside the park home run on a, on a just one air. Uh, we've not done that any this year, and that's that's big. That means the boys are hustling and they're thinking about baseball, and that's what we want to start a program. We're talking with head coach Tim Jones of the Clark Range Buffaloes baseball program right here on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, what kind of growth have you seen from your team throughout this season? You mentioned the defense. Sounds like it's gotten a lot better. But what else have you guys really worked on that you have seen them grow in throughout the season? Against Gordonsville, we we went down there in that first game. Uh, and I'll just, you know, we didn't have our seniors. It was senior trip. And, uh, you know, we were pretty heavily outmatched. I was playing without my seniors again. But my pitching um you know, our younger boys, I'm starting, I'm trying to teach them that pitching's just not throwing a baseball hard. It's placing a baseball where you want it. And I thought we did a real good job. Uh, and, you know, I with Ethan and Luke, I thought they have done a good job all year of, uh, you know, placing the ball, making, making the batter hit the pitch they want them to hit and not, you know, sitting there waiting back on just a fastball right down the middle. And I think that's probably our most improvement. I think that's what's kept us in ball game some is our pitching. Coach, I want to talk about your seniors in a little bit, but I first want to start talking about your son. He's one of the better players on the team, Ethan Jones. How cool has it been to coach him, especially the last two years, but especially this year in his senior season? It's you know, uh, I had an, a friend ask me, you know, it, it it is special to me. Uh, you know, I don't know that it means so much to him, but it, it's a special feeling to me, especially, you know, he's pitched some real good games. He's had some real good hitting games, uh, you know, just to kind of sit back and watch him. One aspect, you know, I don't get to be a fan and just sit back and watch him. I've got, you know, 12 17 other guys on the team I've got to be responsible for but in another aspect I get to share the dugout with him um you know it's it's been special year his knowledge of the game uh sometimes I feel like I'm talking to an assistant coach in the dugout uh that's been that's been a big help uh that that helps me sometimes helps him sometimes um and you know, just that—that's the special moments that we have, and I don't think we'll either one of us will forget or replace. How crucial have both he and the rest of the seniors been to the growth of the team this season? Oh, it's been huge. Um, you know, Xander Reagan has—he made his first air, defensive air. Um, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of what game it was, but it was just the, this past last week, and that was his first defensive error all year, and he's our second baseman. That's huge. That, that I mean, just him knowing where he come from last year, uh, I, I, you know, we're going to miss him at second. And then Kobe Stevens catching, which, you know, anybody who knows baseball knows that the catching – a lot of it starts at that position. If you can't get a catcher, then it's hard to compete in high school. And then Dalton West has, has held down right field for us all year. He's hitting. Uh, you know, them boys, a lot of times in high school, you get some seniors that don't buy in. It's their last year. They just want to go there, play, and have fun. Them four boys have led my team. They've led our spirit. They've tried to pump up the younger kids. And... They've helped me where, you know, I only have one assistance. A lot of times I trust my seniors to pull another kid aside and maybe show them what they're doing that they could do a little better that they see. 
That's head coach Tim Jones with the Clark Range Buffaloes baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Take, taking steps this season, they get Red Boiling Springs this weekend in the District 7A play-in game and uh, district tournament. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward in this district tournament. All righty. Thank you. I appreciate you. Welcome back here on the high school playbook. We're talking with head coach Casey Bennett of the Livingston Lady Wildcats softball program. The Wildcats fell to Upperman in the first round of the District 7 3A softball district tournament on Thursday night, 7-0. to And coach, that's where I want to start it off, taking on a really good Upperman team in that first round. Fortunately, double elimination. So you guys still alive, but let's go back to that game. Just kind of take me through. It seemed like the offense was hard to come by, but you held a pretty good B's offense in check with just the seven runs. Yes, and uh, it's kind of a misleading number. Um, we we held them through four just to one run. Um, our defense was really on top of things. We couldn't quite get the offense going. McElhaney uh, kept us hitting good ground balls, so she did her job. We just kind of kind of deflated a little bit and gave up six runs, but that was one of the best games we've played so far. It seems like you're starting to kind of put together those games here more recently. You, you played White County 7-0-1-0 last week, early last week, and then you win three games against Cumberland County twice, Stone Memorial once. You guys pick up the five seed. How proud are you of your team in these last couple weeks? It seems like they're playing some pretty good softball. Yes, our goal the entire season was tournament time, tournament time. We want to peak at tournament time. And we've done a lot of improving, and we've grown a lot and mentally and physically. So I'm super proud of the way they've reacted. Uh, they've, they've played into our game plan, and, and they're really bought in. So <clears throat> what we have is what we wanted. I just don't know if it's going to be enough just yet. Coach, what specifically have you seen them grow in, especially in the game? Is it offense? Is it defense? Or is it kind of a combination of both? Well, truthfully, it's defensively. Um, We've been kind of shaky early on in the defense, and that was just confidence. They've always had the physical ability to do it. The problem is that they didn't believe they could. Offensively, we (laughs) we haven't succeeded just yet, but we're trying. (laughs) Well, Coach, it's kind of a difficult situation for you because you're still alive in the district tournament, but you guys have to wait until Tuesday to play your game. You don't even find out who you play until Monday night. Does that make things difficult for you, or are you guys not even worried about it? You're just going to practice and get ready for your game on Tuesday. We know um, it's a possibility of probably two teams. Uh, We're going to prepare just like we would prepare against anybody. we're looking forward to that because we've got a little, uh, you know, chip on our shoulder that we're trying to get off. So either way it goes, whoever we play, we'll still have the same mentality. We're talking with head coach Casey Bennett of the Livingston Lady Wildcats softball program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, three seniors on the squad this year, and I want to talk about them. Chalice Matthews, Leah Kate Clark, and Jaslyn Flowers. How important have they been to your program over the last few years? Well, uh, Leah Kate and Jaslyn have both been four-year starters for us. So they've been uh, extremely important for the growth of our program. When they were freshmen, we won the district championship. So they've had to kind of lead by example. Now, Chalice has not played softball her entire life. She just picked it up a couple of years ago. Uh, so watching her grow has been an amazing feat. All three of them are, are great leaders and great people. How how cool has it been? And I guess 
not necessarily how tough, but how interesting has it been for especially Leah K. Clark and Jaslyn Flowers? They they've seen the success in their freshman year, and then mm-hmm. this year in their senior year, they've kind of had to deal with the struggles. But you guys are starting to play some good softball. How rewarding is it that you guys are finally starting to play well, especially for them? Well, they've talked about that actually. Uh, when they were freshmen, they said they were spoiled because they had uh, the upperclassmen that was, you know, state tournament veterans. So they had a little bit more leadership, and they felt like they've kind of let down their their underclassmen and their leadership, but they haven't. Uh, they've done what they could do, and our team is is a different team. And that's one thing that we try to teach them is that these are like life lessons. Sometimes things just don't work out the way you want to. Coach, you kind of had an interesting and a, and a really a cool a Hall of Fame induction uh, to the Livingston Academy softball program. And Stacy Flowers, Jaslyn's mom, just kind of take me through what that was like. Uh, from what I could see, at least uh, on your guys' social media pages, she does a lot for your program. Oh, yeah. And for the past four years, she's uh, helped us in every way she possibly could. And prior to that, when she was a, a softball player herself, she was a, a a force to be reckoned with. Now, I didn't grow up around here, but I've heard stories. So I'm impressed by what she's brought to the to the field and then as a parent, what she's done for our kids. Lastly, coaches, you guys prepare for that elimination game coming up on Tuesday. You'll find out who you'll play on Monday night after that game is played. But what are you guys going to be focusing on in practice to prep for that game on Tuesday? Well, um, we're probably going to focus on our hitting uh, for the most part. We've got our defense now, and we just need to find our, our bats somewhere in there. Well, it sounds good. Makes it easy enough for one thing to focus on. That's head coach Casey Bennett with the Livingston Lady Wildcats softball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck going into that game on Tuesday. Thank you. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook, joined now by head coach Roger Haston of the White County Warriors baseball program. Coach, uh, really in the middle of a game right now, you are uh, supposed to be taking on Cumberland County, a game that actually started back on Thursday. You got to the fifth inning, trailing 6-2, to two, and then uh, lightning and weather, which we've had to deal with the last couple of days, had something to say about it. I guess just kind of take me through that game. It looked like it was a pretty close game, and then Cumberland County was able to tack on a few runs. Uh, what, what uh, I guess, is going on in that game? as it stands in the fifth inning right now uh yeah we uh you know we come out real hot uh the boys were real fired up uh good energy from the dugout uh good energy before the game uh my uh ace on my staff jacob smith a junior uh he come out throwing really good uh i think it was zero zero going into the second maybe and then we went up uh one to nothing and then uh or no no the uh ace hawkins hit a solo shot Takes them up one nothing, and then we come out the next inning and we score two and go up two to one. So we're we're up two one in the bottom of the fourth, and then we get into the fifth and uh, uh, bases loaded with two outs, almost get out of it, and then uh, guy drops a ball in the outfield. Uh, you know, just uh, freak play, um, and then uh, errors started, and, and wheel started turning, and uh, ended up going down six two in that fifth inning. So when we pick up, it should actually be the bottom of the – it'll be the bottom of the fifth is what it'll be. 
Uh, hopefully being able to get that game in today on Saturday, depending on what the weather decides to do this morning as well. But, Coach, I want to go back to your game against Sunbright. It was your first win of the season, your first win with the program and a big win for the guys as well. And you put up a lot of runs in that game. Just kind of take me through what what that was like for you, for the guys, and, and putting up so many runs in that win. Yeah, it was good for the boys. Uh, you know, they, they've wanted one, you know, pretty bad. And we've had our shots at, at several. and. Uh, just couldn't hold hold the game together so it was good to see that we could hold it together and, and finish it off but uh, that was our senior night also so it was good to to get those seniors a chance out on the field uh to play a little bit and then uh you know we go up by enough that we also got to get uh some younger guys that haven't typically been playing into the game but uh I, I was happy for the boys um you know nobody wants to see a zero win season so I was happy to see us get one across Coach, you mentioned the seniors. Kind of take me through them. I know you had a, a handful of them on the team this year. What have they meant to you, especially this year in your first year and uh, into the program, I guess, the last few years for them? Yeah, they've uh, – so, that you know, I was at the middle school before uh, coming to the high school, and I, I've actually coached these seniors uh, seventh grade all the way through, uh, you know, now they're seniors, which I handed them off to Sean Floyd for a little bit, but uh, – you know, it was good coming back and getting to coach them and seeing uh, how much they've grown, how much they've matured since when they were in middle school, um, you know, and then just to see them be able to, to reach the point of graduation and go on to be successful citizens. None of them have uh, any uh, intentions or any, any signings for baseball. We do have one that has signed a, a fishing scholarship uh, with Kentucky Christian University out of Kentucky, uh, so we're proud of him for that. Um, but you know, we've got some guys going to TCAT for welding, um, one going into, going to Tennessee tech for physical therapy. So it's just good to see them graduate and going to be successful citizens. We're talking with head coach Roger Haston of the white County warriors baseball program right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach. Obviously we we've mentioned it. You guys have the one win this season. It's been a little bit of a struggle, but uh, there you've had a lot of close games. You got a lot of young talent on this team. What has the progression been like from the start of the season until now in the district tournament and, and who has really kind of taken a step forward as this season has gone on? Yeah, we've, uh, you know, we've, we've, if we played four or five innings, we, we'd be a pretty good ball team. It seems like every game almost we're in it till four or five. Uh, and then after that, uh, things, wheels kind of fall off. But I think that goes to the maturity and, and the younger guys, uh, you know, just not having stamina built up, uh, ready for those long games, the mentality to stay in games, stuff like that. I think that that's just some immaturity there. But, uh, yeah, so, we, I mean, we've started uh, – we've had trip pre- trip pinion – freshman starting it short for us this year and he's done a great job with his glove and we've had a freshman case and seal behind the plate um uh, he, he does a really good job back there keeping the umpire safe blocking balls um we've been DHing for him but uh when he develops and his back comes along he'll be a good player um we've got owen adams as a sophomore in the outfield jack everett is a sophomore in the outfield um, then we've got we had Jonathan Boswell was a sophomore at third base. He broke his hand uh, early in the season, and and he's been out um, ever since then. But then we've got um, Seth Green, a junior, which he'll be a leader next year for the team, um, playing second base. And then Jacob Smith was our ace this year on the mound, and he's done a really good job of of, of keeping us in games for four and five innings. Um, and he he'll be coming back 
next year. So really, we only lose one arm um, next year as as they move forward. So things things should look pretty good. Coach, lastly, uh, you mentioned to me this is going to be your last time with White County as uh, you won't be coaching them into next year. Kind of take me through what, what went into that decision and, and why you put in your resignation. Well, yeah, you, Jacob, life happens. You know, uh, I've got an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old at home, and uh, you just have to step back and, and ask yourself if the sacrifices you're making away from home and away from your kids is uh, is worth the, the time and effort that, that you're putting in. And uh, I'm just to the point, you know, this year we've had several off-the-field issues uh, that have just really made me step back and ask, like, is this worth it uh, anymore? And uh, I think I'm just going to take some time to be able to, to go coach my own kids. I, I've never got to do that before, so I'm looking forward to doing that. That's head coach Roger Haston with the White County Warriors baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, I know I've appreciated that this year getting to talk with you and getting to cover in some of your ball games. Good luck going forward here in the tournament and good luck going forward after you're done here coaching at White County. Yeah, Jacob, we appreciate you too. We appreciate all the, uh, uh, you know, the, the interviews, the, the showing up to the games. Uh, uh, even though things haven't went our way this season, you guys have still done a great job of covering us and, and, and keeping us informed and keeping us in the loop. We appreciate that. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Wes Shanks of the Upperman Bees Baseball Program. Coach, you guys had a phenomenal regular season, 22-7, and 10-2 in District 7-3A play. You win the regular season district title, ranked in the top five in 3A. Just kind of take me through how successful this season has been with still a lot of baseball to be played. Well, it, it's been an exciting season. It's been a fun season, uh, and it's one of those where uh, we tried to take some progress from last year's team that we built on, some foundation, and uh, move into a very highly competitive season in 2022. We began the year facing a Baylor school, uh, which is currently ranked number one in the state in um, almost all of your classifications, and we opened up with a three to four loss. And even though it was a loss, it kind of set the tone for we understand we can be competitive on all levels throughout the state of Tennessee. And so that, that carried us through a 10-2 and two record through our district. Uh, of course, 22-7, and seven, uh, we're pleased with that. And some of the five of the seven losses are by two runs or less. And I've been uh, very uh, proud of my uh, young men all year long because one thing we haven't done is give up. If we get down in a game, we continue to battle and get big hits, have big pitching performances, and that's just been our uh, our motto for the season and how we've played the game. Seems like you guys are playing probably your best baseball. I know you guys lost the other night to Station Camp, but kind of going off of what you said, you've pretty much only had close losses this season, and in between that loss and then the Mount Juliet loss, which was also a one-run loss, you guys had a double-digit win streak. Does it feel like the guys are playing their best baseball right now leading into this district tournament? Well, absolutely. It took us, uh, you know, the first half of the season as a, as a head coach and a coaching staff, you try to figure out where the puzzle pieces fit. By midseason, I felt like we found out where those puzzle pieces were and we placed them in the right spots. And uh, lo and behold, we've got guys uh, hitting the baseball all over the place. Our pitching staff was developed and everything they put in the offseason work has come to fruition. So we've got a, three pitchers with ERAs below one right now. Eli Huddleston, Braden Williams, White Curtis, a sophomore, Caden Colson, a junior. Uh, and then you got guys like Caden Shanks, Justin Fallon, Caleb Rowden, Carter Shanks, Will Penland, 
that are batting above 300. And so as a team, we've collected up 13 home runs with a team total of 174 RBIs. <laughs> so that's been our our team identity is we know we have the pitching that can handle that can compete with any team in the state, but our hitting has been our confidence booster. We're talking with head coach Wes Shanks, the Upperman Bees baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. And as you can see, the Bees playing some pretty good baseball right now. Coach, I want to talk about the catching position because you had a starting catcher to start the year. He gets injured, goes down, and now some couple, a couple of younger guys have had to step up and take that spot, and namely rookie Allison, who I've seen a couple of times. How impressive has it been for them to come up and really take a big spot and an important role in your team? Well, first off, you got Tyler Jarrett, who's probably one of the better defensive catchers in the mid-states. And he comes in, brings a lot of leadership, a lot of experience, goes down with a, a season-ending injury. And then we've got two freshmen, uh, Rookie Allison and Carson Holroyd. And it became a competition. And of course, as a coach, you think, hey, let's put those two, compare them, and, and hope that the competition – uh, pushes both of them, and it did exactly that. So we split time at the beginning of the year. Rookie Allison has kind of taken that uh, one small step ahead of him and has done well for us. And that's that's very promising uh, as a uh, as a staff, or at least from a uh, coach's perspective, that we had enough depth this year in all positions to be able to put one person in and not lose such a great step. We're a young team. We've got uh, three seniors. Uh, several juniors, but other than that, we've we're, we've got a stacked sophomore, junior, uh, sophomore, freshman class that any one of our freshmen can step up and make uh, and fill a void and not leave us with uh, anything that's kind of you know empty there. What have you guys kind of been working on? I know you had the Gordonsville game rained out, so you had a couple of days of practice, but of course had to deal with some of the rain yourselves. Have you been able to practice? And what have you guys kind of been working on leading up to this district tournament? I'm just trying to make sure we keep the guys focused. There's a lot of the end of the year uh, activities throughout high schools. You know, you've got prom at Upperman High School here. We have May Day. You've got graduation. So with baseball, it becomes a uh, uh, who can as a head coach who can keep the men uh, the least distracted, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And so we actually had one of our better practices uh, the day before our Gordonville game, which is uh, again very promising. And that's you're trying to just keep them focused. Our guys are seeing the ball, like you've uh, said, mentioned a little bit earlier, and we're just continuing to get uh, action for them, if that's game action or practice action, uh, and keeping our arms you know, conditioned as well because we have a very deep pitching staff, and we, we hope that uh, we're prepared to use those throughout this uh, district uh, championship title run here. So we're just trying to make sure we keep everybody in a position that they're going to be able to compete at a high level the next few days. Coach, uh, you mentioned the three seniors a little bit ago. I want to talk about those guys. How important have they been to the run this year and even just the last few years with just your first few years here with the Upperman Bees? Well, as as a head coach in high school, there is a big difference between a senior and a freshman. From Carter Shanks, Will Penland, Caleb Rowden, uh, they came in, had a certain role, and uh, we had an idea of what they were going to uh, bring to the table. And all three of those uh, fine men have uh, exceeded those expectations. And that's critical because the uh, developing freshman sophomores see that. And again, that competition within a team 
you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so that's, that's really exciting to see the direction of the program from a competition level, from an athlete level, from a baseball player level. And, uh, and we're gelling right now, just not just the seniors, but all across the board. We're gelling at the right time. It's, it's fun to play baseball. And I think it's starting to get out that we're having a good time playing the game of baseball. And it's really fun to be around this group specifically. And I know uh, myself and our coaching staff is really enjoying it. That's head coach Wes Shanks with the Upperman Bees baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck going forward in the District 7-3-8 tournament. All right. Thank you.